Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels in a Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we have our good friend Steve from Warrior Wrestling. Chris, what's up? What's up, bro? Long, not much, long bro. weekend. Well, not a long weekend, but a weekend full of wrestling. A weekend chock full of wrestling. Right, right. Um, and I didn't watch any of it. Well, not live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watched some SummerSlam, and uh, I think we were talking about earlier where, yeah. you know, I told you I watched. Uh, NXT bits and pieces, pretty much all of it except for the main events. Yeah. So that's the I haven't seen that either. Oh, you haven't seen it? No, either? I haven't seen it either. Okay. I cool. left off at the Shayna Kyrie match. Uh-huh. Um, and then Sunday I was busy the whole day, so I didn't get to see any of SummerSlam. Did you watch right. any of Janela's or Lost in New no, York thing? No, I didn't. No. I'm trying to see how I can watch some of it. I mean, we could split it. We could yeah. split it on Fight if we want to split it. Um, yeah, Fight TV. Do, do they have promo codes? Yeah, bro. Oh, they're the promo codes, right? They're the promo. They're a heavy promo yeah, code if, one. If, yeah. Let's let's see if anybody has promo codes out there that you want to share. Um, if mm. not, but I no one's know. gracious enough, I guess. Dude, but it was really cool to see wrestling with unicorns there. I know when we talked to Steve, I, I brought up wrestling with unicorns, but I saw their logo on the mats. But that was sweet. That was awesome. Uh, I mean, the local seemed to be having fun this weekend over there too. Yeah, he did. And so. then he went and wrestled at Black Label Pro. Mm-hmm. He had like a couple really cool matches. Um, on really cool cards. He's making towns. And yeah, I mean, David Arquette is wearing a Wrestling with Unicorn shirt. The logo is painted on the mat. Yeah. Um, it's just like, it's just one, 1%, you know, Wrestling Unicorns climbing 1% every day and all this stuff is compounding yeah, on each other. Mm-hmm. And it's all adding up. So it's really cool to see other people succeed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but today, Steve from Warrior Wrestling. From Warrior Wrestling. We did a, t- a, th- a trio of interviews with him for Warrior Wrestling 1. Oh, no, right. no, no, we did it. We only talked to him twice, right? Yeah, well, I guess that we, we came to that conclusion that it was twice. So we talked to him before Warrior Wrestling. Yes. The first show. And then we had the show of all our interactions at Warrior Wrestling. Yeah, and then, but he wasn't on that one. He wasn't on that one. And then we brought him on to do the aftermath. Correct, the aftermath. So this is his third time on the show. Yeah, so I think he's tied with Trent Zuberi now. <laughs> right. Um, so him and Trent are just, you know, it's like the race to who, who can be our, the, yeah, our, I mean, our, Trent's our a recurring fellow, guest. So, you know, I'm sure he'll join us sometime soon. I mean, AEW is about to have a, a big month, too, of back-to-back shows. Yeah. They just announced they're going to Texas. Yeah, I saw that. Um, so, yeah, exciting times for uh, Chicago wrestling, and Texas gets a piece of it now. Exactly. Um but we're really excited for Warrior Wrestling 2. Uh, the card is insane. Do you want to go through just like... Re- I know we're going to go through, talk to it probably with yeah, Steve, just real but... just quick, just some matches that are announced. Uh, the one that you had mentioned, uh, Jordan Grace versus Tessa Blanchard. Yeah. Um, like, that's for the Black Label Pro title. Yep. Um, A title that is intergender. Yeah. Without... Name the name, like you know, it's not announced as an intergen title, but it and is. I could be wrong, which but is this might be the only the, the first time that this title, intergender title, like that it's um, it's defended by you know, against a woman. Uh, I think so, yes, I, I think I'm right, correct. Like, I think you're know, right on that. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. <laughs> and you know, we should just have someone fact check our podcast right after, like, right after we if, do it. If we go based on what you said last time for people to take a swig of their modellos for every time we're wrong people are going to be drunk off their asses yeah 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 <laughs> um, Darby <laughs> Allen versus uh, Jay Bradley yes and you'll hear you'll hear Steve mention that Jay Bradley is excited to throw Darby Allen around the ring Dar- Dar- no no one 
Darby Allen does it himself. He doesn't need help throwing himself around the ring. He's taking back bumps on the hardest part of the ring, yeah. the apron. Um, he's a madman, Darby yeah. Allen. The way he throws his body around, he does like those giant truss fall, whatever, like reverse flop thingy majigs. Yeah, he's 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 one crazy fella. And yes, I mean, hopefully he'll be all right after this match. I think so. Um, DJC versus Pat Monix, Project Monix face today. Yes, the Sensei versus the Protege, mm-hmm. in a way. Cole Cabana versus Sam Adonis. Yes, ooh. That was close. <laughs> you don't, don't, don't take a sip of that one, that one, yes. <laughs> you almost tripped <laughs> off on that one. Sam Adonis, yes. So that's uh, a little comedy, right? Obviously yeah, it's expecting. Cult. Yeah. yeah, it's cold. Um, but Sam Adonis can be, you know, a crowd riler, if Yeah, you for will. sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank the Clown and James Ellsworth versus RJ City and David Arquette. Do you know who follows us on Twitter? Who? David Arquette. Really? Did you see that foul come through? No, I did not see yeah. it. Yeah. We're not as cool as Wrestling with Unicorns, uh, nor <laughs> that, nor we should be. <laughs> right, uh, right. But I think it's pretty cool that David Arquette follows us. Ready to Rumble was one of my favorite movies growing up. Sting was heavily featured in that movie. He was? Yes. Um, that uh, What was that match at the end? The three cage match? Yes. Um, what was the name of that? I don't know what the name of that was. Well, so my when I first saw that movie, my English was very limited. Okay. So I was, like, trying to figure out what the hell this was. And then, like, because the, when I first caught a glimpse of it, it was this, like, crazy cage match. That Three was levels, the events, yeah. The main event of, the of, I guess, of the, the show. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was for real, for real, like part of like WWE or WCW like yeah was... no one ever like re- tried to recreate that <laughs> right which was like having a match like that is like a total WCW thing to do mm-hmm. but they and never did it years and... later I, I saw the full movie and understood it all and I was like oh, I thought you know people would just fall from cages like Mick Foley yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah that's a that's a pretty crazy I fall was, I think it was DDP who took like a huge fall for that yeah cage. yeah right yeah like a fall that would have killed mm-hmm. probably even Mick Foley Right, right. Uh, for the main event, uh, we have war of war of attrition match. Yes, uh, and this starts off as a eight man tag, right? One. Two, How many people three, are in this match? Four. Yeah, yeah, eight man tag. Eight man tag. Four v four. Four v four. Brian Cage, Ray Phoenix, Jeff Cobb, and Austin Aries make up one team. Oh, are these teams already decided? Uh, based on the. Uh, oh, the graphic. On the graphic, that's okay. what I understood. Okay. Maybe they'll mix it up the okay. day of. But uh, okay. as it is right now, it's uh, on the other side we have Sammy Guevara, Ray Mysterio Jr., Penta El Cero M, and Rich Swan. Mm-hmm. After this four v four, the winners of this initial contest turn into a what three three on three? No. It becomes a tag team match. It becomes a tag team match. Yes. Yes. And the winners of that tag match then go one and one for the War Wrestling Championship. Absolutely. It's a match that has never been done before. It, you'll hear how it was created, whose brainchild it was. Um, also on this card is a bunch of freelancers roster. I believe Chelsea Green has a match. Yep, yep. So, I mean, we haven't even scratched the surface, really, of all that is to come. It's, so it's, it's going to be a packed show. Um, last time we were there, we also thought the same thing. Like, the card looked insane. Yeah, <clears throat> and they followed it up. And they followed it up. And as Steve mentions later on in the pod, like, there's not a bad seat in the house. There really isn't. 
We were like three rows from the top, and I could hear, see, feel. Yep. Yeah, everything. Yep. Yeah, we were. Um, we had the. We we're gonna have again our um, buffet line style questions. Yes, we're gonna and, be there. Uh, we'll have a booth. We'll be uh, recording. It's not really live podcasting, right? Because you don't podcast live unless you go Facebook live and do that all. Yeah, that's not live podcasting. I'll, I'll leave the, the the live Facebook stuff to wrestling talk and randomness. Yeah, we'll leave it to them. You can, but anyone is welcome to come join us. Seriously, um, we talked to what we talked to little Fortniteers last time. <laughs> yeah, we talked to dudes who, uh, like, there were some people that there were just so many people we talked to. Like, some didn't all even make the cut. But we encourage everyone to come up to us and just answer one simple question. It doesn't matter if you're a wrestling fan or not, or you watch WWE or you don't, or like whatever the heck you watch. We are the most open and non-judgmental to yeah. group of people. Jump on the pod. Hopefully, you'll ever meet. And uh, and and let's let's have some fun. Um, I'll bring some. Um, I still have some uh, prices that we never really gave away. Oh um, yeah. So uh, we'll be there'll be stuff to give away if you just sit on and, and jump on the pod for a little bit. Yeah. Shoot the shit. Um, we had uh, well we didn't have on the pod, but uh, next to us was uh, E. T. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Have you looked up his videos yet? Cause you I said haven't. You didn't know. No. <laughs> I'll send you a link. They're pretty funny. Okay. <laughs> I might look at it. No offense. You have a lot of training. A lot of. I got a lot of training time. Metro, so. I got a lot of training time. Okay, you got me there. You got me there. <laughs> All right. Um, well, let's jump on to uh, the conversation with Steve. Let's go. All right, we're now on the line with Steve from Warrior Wrestling. Steve, how was your weekend? What did you watch this weekend? Hey, guys. Uh, great to be with you again. So I checked out NXT and most of SummerSlam and had quite a bit of uh, wrestling, uh, my fill of wrestling, and currently watching Raw while talking to you guys. Oh, that's cool. Um, so I've been avoiding social media, right, like, well, I tried avoiding social media because I knew mm-hmm. I was going to watch NXT. Um, I started watching NXT Saturday morning. I mean, not Saturday morning, Sunday morning. Right. And once it came down to the Champa match, I just stopped. I wasn't ready. <laughs> and then I'm <laughs> like, like emotionally, you weren't really... prepared for for the match. Well, because I was I was watching as I was like cleaning my house and doing chores. You're distracted. Yeah, I was distracted, yeah. but I was still enjoying it. it the, the the kickoff match, the, the tag match. Amazing. Amazing. Oh mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, once it was time for Ciampa and Gargano, I'm like, all right, I'm going to stop. I'll watch it when I'm sitting in the couch <laughs> with a Modelo. So I haven't watched it yet. And even though I avoid social media, I'm running this podcast, so I know I'm going to get something spoiled. Yeah, so of course. go for it. Well, I won't say a word. And I like your choice of a Modelo to watch the main event. It's kind of like a fine of, of wine while looking at art which I totally appreciate. <laughs> yeah, you need to have your socks off, maybe even your, your pants off for that one. You know, you just need to be in the most comfortable state possible. Yeah. Have maybe maybe in a giant beanbag chair that forms to your body. <laughs> Stick your Modelo yeah. in the beanbag chair right next to you like its own little natural beer holder. Exactly. So, Steve, we have – we're trying to get back to our roots. Uh, a lot of the episodes <laughs> we've released lately – 
our interview episodes. Ironically, this is an interview, but we're trying yeah. to do a buffet style interview. Um, I'm cool. not sure if you're familiar with that style where we kind of just break down our three or our questions in the three sections. Are you familiar? You've got your appetizers, your main event, and your dessert, right? Absolutely. I, 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 so, I, I, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, at this point, Steve is, is such a regular on the show. I think you're not a guest <laughs> anymore. Whoever, I think it was Trent from a uh, producer from AEW who's been on the on the podcast for what three times. But this is like your fourth time on, right, Steve? It's at least my third, maybe my fourth. Okay. So at the very least, I think I've tied Trent. Oh, there you go. And then we're gonna do the aftermath. So. <laughs> yeah done yeah so i'm gonna i'll beat him if i haven't beat him yet i will beat him soon enough you hear me trent <laughs> okay great i wasn't sure if you we'd ever put you through a buffet line but it sounds like you're hungry and you're ready for it so the salad bar <laughs> i just want to know how much fun you're having and i know i think i've asked you this question before because we've seen each other a few times in between sure warrior one and two but it, you can you describe i mean it's it's the mix of all the worlds that you love you're in a lot of control a lot of things are happening are you just waking up with the biggest smile on your face ready to go to work you know it's re- it's a really cool thing and and you you the guys you and i have talked about this before like it went from 0 to 60 so uh, you mm-hmm. know, i was you guys are the first podcast first group of people i ever talked to on the air and oh, i remember you. before we even talked the first time uh, we talked about how you guys were like, hey, we just want to let people know that this is real. This isn't a scam. Like, it's, <laughs> right, it's actually sure. happening. Like, we want people to know that. Because from before we did the first one, it was like, is this real? Is this a joke? Is this going to happen? And then the moment that the first one came together, I'd say like three weeks before the first one, when everybody kind of knew like, oh, shoot, this is for real. All of a sudden, it went from we were the nobodies who were kind of like begging some people to take a chance on us to wrestlers contacting us and being like, Hey man, I heard about your show. Can I get on your show? And like, I feel terrible having to be like, sorry, well-known wrestler who I think is awesome. Our budget is spent, but if anything changes, we'll let you know. And that is just multiplied for this second show. Since we announced war of attrition, since we started releasing footage of the first show, since the buzz is built around our show being all in weekend. um, It is really kind of like kid in a candy store mode for me because a, we're doing it for real and it's coming together. B, a lot of great wrestlers that we want to work with are proactively contacting us. And C, it, it is like it's opened Pandora's box or like I've stepped into Narnia as far as like, I see wrestlers at shows. They know who I am. We talk right. about stuff. It's really weird. Because <laughs> there was a request, I think, for Jordan Grace maybe to be booked. And then it felt like 10 minutes went by and I checked Twitter again and the graphic <laughs> up for her to be booked can you explain uh, was she already on the radar or was you did you just it's it looked like you just flicked the switch and then all of a sudden she's on the show that came together so perfectly so we she was actually already on the radar we had been talking to her a little bit just okay. trying to hammer out what it might look like and we were ready to pull the trigger as i was checking social media and someone's like man it'd be great if you booked jordan grace and we had the graphic <laughs> yeah. ready i was like let's just put it out right now and blow this guy's mind <laughs> my mind was blown equally <laughs> we love her i mean i've seen her at black label pro a handful of times and she is just if you if people listening have never seen her live obviously this is a kind of a plug for our show but you've got to come to our show and see her if you can't come to our show go to black label she mm-hmm. is so good she's so strong she's so quick 
And we started kicking around dream opponents for her. And we were like, what if we booked her with Tessa? And like everybody in our inner circle was like, oh my God, that might steal the show from the war of attrition. And I was like, if that is the attitude we all have done, it's happening. Well, it's great that you bring that up. Um, Cause I had a segue question. I wanted to know, obviously don't tell me anything that you don't want to. <laughs> sure, but take me enough. inside your book, Boxers, your booking right? room and how are people, Who's your crew? How are you coming up with these ideas? Is there a process for it or is it just a big brainstorm? Great question. Um, So it's kind of like I once heard Bon Jovi describe how they picked which songs went on Slippery When Wet, which is they recorded a whole bunch of songs, demoed a whole bunch of songs, and they would go down to a pizza parlor in the middle of nowhere, New Jersey, and just be like, hey, you guys want to listen to these songs and just play songs for teenagers. And the teenager would tell him like, oh, this is cool. That's lame, whatever. And John Bon Jovi actually hated living on a prayer, except every kid in the pizza parlor was like, this song's amazing. You have to put this song on your album. And they're like, okay. Um, So our process is a little bit like that in the sense that a lot of the crazy ideas come from my head. Um, Some of them come from my buddy Eric Hamilton's head, Mike Cassidy, who's our video guru. Kyle Breskowitz is one of our good buddies. Uh, Kyle ran like Usher and security stuff for us last show. And then we've got kind of a brain trust of like our buddies we grew up watching wrestling with. And so we will formulate something and uh, half the time it's a crazy scheme that I've come up with in my head and we'll bring it to like our brain trust of buddies we grew up watching wrestling with. Like, hey, what if we did a match like this? Would that be cool? And based yeah. on people's reactions, I mean, it's, it's really you know, kind of like that Bon Jovi analogy. It's really very much like a, like a litmus test of, is this cool to the average fan? Like, I'm a super wrestling nerd. Maybe I just think it's cool and it's lame to somebody else. So we come up with ideas. We pitch them to our inner circle. Okay. And if our inner circle lights up, we go, we've got a winner. Great, great. No, it's yeah, good that you have good, that. Yeah. Uh, Finger on the pulse. Mm-hmm. And that inner circle that you can trust, obviously not to, like, spoil anything either, but that you can throw ideas at. Yeah. And everybody's like, who's going to win the war of attrition match? And up until you know recently, we were like, we don't even know yet, man. Now, now we've got some ideas, which I won't share, but all those buddies are still like, come on, come on, who's going to win? And I'm like, you've got to come to the show, man. So I'm going to throw it off to, that was the salad bar. I'm going to throw it off to Chris now for the main course, because this is the next question that we have segues nicely. Yeah. Perfect. So war of attrition, the the big chunk of, of this uh, this card uh-huh. is taken by this unique match, right? So the first the first question for that alone is just who came up with that uh, with that idea of war of attrition? I think I invented it, and we did a whole lot of research to try to make sure that I didn't subconsciously steal it from somewhere. Um, okay. But I actually had this in my brain from last year when Warrior Wrestling was just kind of like you know, a baby in its infancy in my brain. And the original idea was a two-day event, back-to-back, where you'd have eight qualifying matches on the first night and then go into this crazy match on the second night. Mm-hmm. And when we booked our first show in the spring, we're like, well, we're only doing one show. And, you know, obviously we, we don't have, you know, eight, like, you know, eight guys that stood out and really fit what we were doing. Plus we already had kind of our own internal storyline and, and match set for that show. So we're like, all right, you know, we'll just put that on the shelf. And then for this show, as we were booking talent, we started by just booking talent that we absolutely wanted on the show. And we were doing a lot of different combinations of matches on on a potential card. And then I just sat back and I went, hey, guys, I had this idea last year. Let me pitch this to you. And I threw it out there and literally like jaws thumped on the floor. 
And I was like, is that a good jaw on the floor or a bad jaw on the floor? Everyone's like, that's freaking awesome. I said, great, let's pitch it to more of our buddies. And we'd take it to the different groups and be like, hey, we got this idea. And one by one, like it was like a uniform jaw on the floor from everybody. And we're like, all right, we're doing it. That's, I mean, just when I saw the announcement, I'm like, wait, did I read that correctly? And I had to read that like three times. Um, Watch the video. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. So, I mean, and then just, you know, on top of, so the match alone and then on top of that talent that's, that's booked for this match. Is like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready. I'm going to need to grab a Modelo, bring my beanbag couch, and, and try to watch it from, from the stands. Same thing. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. The only way to appreciate wrestling. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, so, you know, we're talking about this card now, and what's the match that, that excites you the most? Is it the War of Attrition or just kind of like how things came to be and this one match is, is one that you're most excited for? That's an awesome question. I'm going to give you an answer that's going to sound like a total cop-out, but I promise you it isn't. I've okay. been pumped for the entire card up and down because I've had someone from every match literally tell me, no joke, no exact, every single match, someone has told me, we're going to steal the show. And I was like, all right, great. Like the freelance guys I was talking to recently, they're like, we're going to steal the show. We're going to make, make our mark. I was like, awesome. Uh, Jay Bradley is just jacked to throw Darby Allen around the ring. And he's like, man, I'm going to steal the show. I'm going to pummel this dude. I was like, all right. Uh, Sam Adonis, who's in Europe right now, he and I were trading WhatsApp messages and text messages. And he's like, man, all of your flippy fancy guys in the main event ain't got nothing. Me and Cabana are going to steal the show. Awesome. You know, I, I mentioned earlier mm -hmm. Tessa and Jordan. Um, Chelsea Green, this is a match that Chelsea uh, kind of pitched and asked for after our first show. And we put together this crazy match that she thinks is going to steal the show. I'm like, Chelsea, go for it. So. I mean, literally, uh, we have seven matches, including the War of Attrition, which is one match, even though it's multiple parts. We have seven matches on the show, excuse me, eight uh -huh. matches on the show. And um, every one of them, someone has said, we're going to steal the show. One of the ones that is near and dear to my heart is Pat Monix and DJZ because right. of all the stuff we've done in that video buildup, which is all true. Like, legitimately, we only knew who Pat was because DJZ recommended him. DJ was one of the first guys to sign on to our show. And he's like, hey, yeah. you got to check out this guy, Pat Monix. He's great we booked Pat on DJZ's recommendation. And then Pat was our first victory. And the more we talked to them and got to know them as dudes, like literally like me and Hamilton, my buddy Eric Hamilton, see Pat Monix at shows all over the city and talked to him mm -hmm. a little bit here and there. And the more we got to know the both of them as dudes, it was like, you know what? They have this really cool story. Let's tell their story. I mean, there is no need for a kayfabe whatever. Like, let's just tell their story and let one guy who's a national known name training this local guy who's trying to make a name. Let's let them clash. And so Rob Malinowski, our documentary guy, has done an awesome job putting together little stories on them. And the right. coolest part for me, like I said, is this could be a shoot. I mean, we could be booking a shoot fight because everything in those videos is totally true. Yeah, that that one with uh, with the storyline, and and I've seen the camera crew following them around all over the city. <laughs> um, you know, like it's it, and, and just to, to uh, dab a little bit into the the uh, production of those videos, like they're super high quality videos. Correct. Um, I compared in you know what I see on my uh, Twitter timeline or or Facebook wrestling groups. There are no other independent wrestling videos out there like the stuff that uh and i don't know his name 
Rob something, correct? Rob, yeah. Yeah, that he's mm-hmm. producing right now. So shout out to him for that. Correct. Yeah, he's incredible. And the one that, I, of all the great ones that he's done, because he did that documentary for us on the first show, he's done ads, mm-hmm. he's done the GGZ Patmonics. The one, the best one I think he's done, and we haven't even talked about this match yet, is the Frank the Clown one, where it's vacillating back and forth between Frank in clown mode and Frank in human mode. Oh, and yeah, it yeah. just looks like a million bucks. Yeah, have you seen it, Charles? I have. Yeah, it's it, yeah, it's pretty good. He's uh he he's going to flicker on between Frank the Clown and Frank the Guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. It just look the effects just look so cool. So yeah, shout out to to Rob Malinowski. He's been awesome, and he um he's one of those guys that I don't know if I told the story in a previous podcast. He literally reached out to me ahead of the first show and said, "Hey, I think this might sound crazy." I do videography on the side. I'm a diehard wrestling fan. I've always wanted to do a, a dramatic backstage documentary on a wrestling show. Is there any way I can work with you guys? And because I had tried little by little here and there over the years to poke my way into indie wrestling and just had so many doors closed in my face, I told myself early on, anybody who sounded like me, I was going to say yes to. And so we said yes to Rob several weeks before the show, and he is that he is just a living proof of why you want to say yes to people who have a passion and want to be right. part of what you're doing. That's awesome. Is there, so since we're talking video, will we be seeing any uh, DVDs or MP4s for sale for Warrior Wrestling 1 and 2? Yep. So we've got Warrior Wrestling 1 up on VOD on Pivot Share right now, and you can get it through the video uh-huh. section of our website. Um, DVDs, we looked, to be honest, it's a total logistical thing. So we looked at a couple different companies. Um, nothing really jumped out at us that said it's worth investing to have a whole bunch of them printed. Um, if anybody out there listening has a great deal, please shoot us an email. But um, we just didn't know that the demand was going to be there to have a whole bunch printed and sit on them, to be honest with you. Okay. Yeah, I mean, maybe sense. I could be wrong. If people want to see them, text us, tweet us, email us if there's demand. Heck, maybe we do a pre-order or something, but our first initial pass was VOD might work, DVD didn't feel like a good investment at the time. Makes sense. And All actually, right, for so... two, we might we might be streaming. The goal is to stream two. We're talking to a couple of different potential streaming vendors because we've had people from all over the world tweet at us, say, hey, where can I watch this live? And we just keep telling people we're working on it. That, that nice. would be pretty cool. Um. So the last question we have in, here in the main course, the hot plate, is we will have a crown champion after this event, a warrior, yep. warrior wrestling champion. Would this is this championship? Uh, will we be seeing it uh, being defended out in other promotions? Or Great is question. It just in house, war wrestling three. We are talking about that. There is no final decision, but. Um, a couple of our, the guys in our group are saying, absolutely, let the champ, whoever he may be, take it out and defend it other places. I'm not opposed to that. We cool. just have to work out the logistics of it. But, you know, anything that takes the warrior wrestling symbol out uh, to the rest of the world and gets some intrigue for the brand, um, we're probably we're in favor of. So we'll probably end up doing that. And by the way, uh, we're going to release pictures and a little video of the belt probably later this week. Oh, it is unbelievable. Yes. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm excited about that. I'm, I I really am. Um, I like looking at the designs of belts, and I was about to ask, like, are we going to get a sneak peek before the actual show on the belt? So yeah, definitely looking forward to that. 
Yeah, a full reveal is coming. It was on the plate for this week, but our school has actually been swamped because uh, one of the teachers at our school, Sister Mary Jo, has become an internet sensation in the last couple of days. Yes. <laughs> so our video and advancement crew is kind of insane with Sister Mary Jo stuff right now. Did you see that, Chris? No, I'm not aware. She she threw out the first pitch of the Sox game, correct, Steve? Yeah. And, and so she, I mean, she's on the mound. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh. She gunned it. I've seen like rappers, maybe like fit, like Fifty Cent. I remember was a really bad one. There's people who can't get it to home, mm-hmm. and she made it there. So funny enough, yeah. I saw that video. I don't know where it was, but I didn't hear the sound behind it. And I think I was with Carla, my fiance, and I was uh-huh. like, when she threw the pitch, and they saw it. I'm like, oh shit, that was really good. <laughs> and we both started cracking up, but I had no idea it was her. That that was she teaches sophomore theology at our school. So right now today <laughs> she was on Good Morning America, ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, WGN, radio stations wow. across the country. Tomorrow morning she's in New York. They're flying her to New York for Fox and Friends. She might be on the Steve Harvey show. There's a whole bunch oh of I mean it's Lord. crazy. Have her it take seems the like a around. legit viral thing. <laughs> I don't mean to take the Lord's name in vain, but my God, that's a lot of press. <laughs> right? So we're actually joking around. I haven't even had the chance to ask her this today because I think she's probably currently on a flight to New York as we speak. But uh, myself and the other people in the building who work on Warrior were like, so are we getting her in the ring? I was like, oh. <laughs> so I said yeah, the tagline is going to be, she can throw a pitch, but can't she throw a punch? Sister Mary Joe steps <laughs> oh, inside wow. the room. Yeah, maybe a little national anthem. Yeah, something yeah. like that. The clown match? I don't know. Just saying. <laughs> we'll Great. see. I don't, I don't know that she's going to want to be involved in anything uh, anything violent of any sort. So maybe we'll have her interview people. But I'm sure she'd be up for it. She's a, literally a great sport. She's wonderful. Great. We would love to have her at the table at the Fan Fest. So if I yeah, see her, I'll see what I can do. I'll see if I can work my magic. <laughs> awesome. All right. Dessert. All right. You saved mm-hmm. room, correct, Steve? I'll always save room for dessert. Okay, great. Um, I want to know, because I'm a huge fan of this movie, have you seen Ready to Rumble? Oh, of course I've seen Ready to Rumble. <laughs> what, have you, what have your interactions been like with, uh, with David Arquette? So I've not spoken to David directly. I've spoken to his wife, Christina, who's wonderful, and she handles okay. all of his stuff. Um, so I've talked to everybody else, obviously, in the match, RJ and, and Ellsworth and Frank. And Christina's been absolutely wonderful. Um, David, from all of my secondhand interactions with him, has been great. Super interested in doing the show. Wonderful guy to work with. Everybody else raves about him. And so we're excited to have him. Great. And uh, so David or Kat, and uh, just, you know, I, I think you were also having uh, Martin wrestling with unicorns, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And David, David or Kat recently tweeted a picture. He has his own wrestling with unicorns t-shirt. He does. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, just uh, Martin is also always super excited. He's excited to go to this show. Uh, we were talking about it uh, this past weekend where he's like, he's, he's ready. He has multiple chargers <laughs> and Perfect. multiple phones for different angles. So uh, definitely David or Cat, if he wears his Wrestling with Unicorns t-shirt, he'll, he'll get some good press out of Wrestling with Unicorns. I agree. Oh, my um, gosh. It'll be a perfect day for them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve. So here's a quick question. Are you all sure. in? I am all in. I will be there. Um, we, I'm very lucky. One of my buddies bought tickets the moment they went on sale. And I, I thought it would sell out. I didn't think it would sell out that quick. So it's a good thing my buddy bought tickets. Um, and then a, another buddy came across a box from a family friend. So we might have a box with a couple of the wrestlers hanging out with us in there. 
Um, nice. But yeah, I will be there. We're actually going to have a booth in StarCast Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So I won't be there for all of StarCast. I'll be there for part of StarCast. But all in itself, I will be there. I am rooting them on. I am thrilled for those guys. Um, they're awesome. A bunch of our talent, obviously, is also their talent. And um, I just I hope they crush it and they put on a great show. And I hope that we present a worthy follow-up the next day. Great. And it's a Warrior Wrestling booth at StarCast? We are, yeah, we've got a Warrior Wrestling booth at StarCast. We're going to be handing out flyers. We might be selling T-shirts and a few other pieces of merch and just telling people about the show. Great. Well, make sure that it, I know you got a lot going on September 2nd, but we'd love to have you stop by our table as well, just for a quick second. Abs- guys, if I'm free, I am yours first. I can't guarantee that I'm going to be free because last time it was nuts. But <laughs> as I'm walking, even if I just walk through and give you a high five and a 30 second sound bite, I would love to go see you guys in the old gym and uh, say hi in the podcast. Great. Um, and now you have the floor for anything, obviously. There's the show, but anything else you want to to say uh, before we, we let you get back to uh, all your important stuff at the school? You got it. Thank you. Um, I think you covered most of the show Sunday, September 2nd. It's the 730 Bell. We've got eight matches. They're going to be incredible. Uh, we tried to run the gamut as usual from great women's matches, great indie matches, comedy fun matches, high-flying matches, brawling matches. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. It's Warrior Wrestling, but wrestling has no vowels in it, so W-R-S-T-L-N-G. Uh, same thing at Instagram, like our Facebook page. Um, as I mentioned earlier, Sister Mary Jo is amazing. If you haven't seen the clip of her yet, check it out. And um, come out and check out the show. Cheapest tickets are $30 for the bleachers, which is a steal for the, the card that we're putting on. And there's not a bad seat in the house. The biggest steal is our FanFest ticket. 25 bucks guarantees you an autograph from and a picture with every single superstar on the show. You can walk around the gym, get all their autographs, take a picture with all of them for 25 bucks. And you compare that to like a regular fan fest or a star cast or a vendor thing somewhere else, you're paying 25 bucks per. So, I mean, you can't, if you want to meet Ray Mysterio, Phoenix, Pentagon, Brian Cage, David Arquette, I mean, you can't beat 25 bucks for the fan fest. Absolutely. If you want to drop in and see the guys when they're live, uh, live recording the podcast. Right. And Ray Mysterio for sure. Correct. He's, he's going to be there. He is 100% for sure. I know he did pull out of uh, Northeast wrestling recently. I have been in contact with Conan. Conan is Ray's booker and agent and best friend. Right. And um, I will I will say I am 100% confident Ray will be there because Conan and I have talked quite a bit. And let's just say our show is going to be relatively eventful in Ray's trajectory this year. Mm, okay, well, I'll hold you to that. Left us with I, a cliffhanger. I, yeah, I already took out the second mortgage on the house. I'm going after that <laughs> Rey Mysterio mask, so <laughs> I am excited. Good luck, <laughs> right? All right, thanks, Steve, for your time, and thanks for uh, letting us be a part of this amazing thing you got going. And uh, we'll see you soon, and you know we'll be there to support everything that uh, your school's got going on. So looking forward to it. Sounds great, guys. As always, good to talk to you. Um, glad that you guys said yes to talking to me long ago, and I said yes to talking to you. And right. just like what I said with Rob earlier, you know, great things happen when you say yes to people who have a passion and want to be involved. So let's all keep it rolling. I really liked um, that interview. I really liked that Steve said, um, just be open. You know, how we met, we were just open to saying yes to each other. Yeah. And now, like, Steve is basically a part ingrained in, not that he wasn't before, but like fully ingrained in the Chicago independent wrestling community. And he's such a cool dude, man. Like right. Such an easygoing guy, too. 
Yeah, there's there isn't uh, even if I sat here and tried, I couldn't think of a bad thing to say about him. Uh, it was a very I don't know very. If you would want to try, but whatever. No, no, I'm, it's just an expression. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was fun. We'll see you September second. We're wrestling. Tickets yep. to the Fan Fest are extremely, extremely affordable compared to the value that you're getting. I mean, to read to meet Rey Mysterio and. For twenty five bucks, if you want to buy his mask, though, you're gonna have to fight Chris for it in oh, the yeah, ring. It's going down. It's going down. Yeah, mask hunter. <laughs> We're gonna have some kind of some kind of camera crew following you. Um, you know, you're gonna have to wear camouflage. You're gonna have to get that mask, bro. Yeah. You're gonna have to hunt it down. Yeah, uh, I'll definitely go into into fight mode. So come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you can find us two hiswinface.com. We just released a bunch of women's wrestling content. Go check all that out. Kevin Harvey, Kylie Ray, BJ Mendelson, who is a women's wrestling uh, fanatic and social media guru. Um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Two Heels and a Face. That's number two heels and a face. Exactly. Compa- at Compadre Chris. That's right. That's me. That's C-R-I-S. C-R-I-S. As that in Christian, mm-hmm. not Christopher. We made that mistake right, before. Right, Exactly. We? Uh, I don't think I misspelled my name. No, you okay. didn't. That's on me. That's on me, bro. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm at Chuck underscore Colorado, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, hashtag beat up GPA, hashtag Push Paco. Is that it? Push Paco, beat up GPA. All right. Forever and always. And we're out.